We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's Welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday on ABC Radio Sydney, ABC Radio Melbourne and ABC Radio New South Wales. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome this week's gang. It's Gene Kitson, Gary Eck and Tommy Dean. Welcome! Hey, what's up, Melbourne? With the music yeah. Don't confirm their views of us as a bunch of yobos. <laughs> we were grateful yeah. for anybody who listens. Actually, on that note, we being a bunch of bogan yobos, not true because with the music, it's opera sensation Julie Lee Goodwin from Opera Australia's production of La Boheme Yay! singing for us live. So that's pretty classy. You know, La Boheme is just uh, French for redneck. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. The redneck, that's what it yeah. means. So uh, her tiny hands are frozen yeah. because yeah. she's not got sufficient gloves on. Well, I really right? La Bougain. Yeah. yeah. She should yeah. have a scarf. Yeah. And scarf. Winter yeah. gear. Now, uh, let's check you up with this week's news. Who's taking a gamble that voters will club together? What's this about? Well, this mm. is about, well, I suppose... Both the government and the opposition want to do something about problem gambling without actually doing anything really about problem gambling. Mm. And Because they're the biggest problem gamblers yeah, of the yeah, world. That's right. You reckon this bridge is worth it? Um, but Chris Minns, the opposition, he wants to... He says he's got a balanced position on this problem gambling thing by introducing a cashless card. Trial. Trial introduction on, on, of the cashless card on one percent of machines. On, yeah, we'll see. Oh. This is it. That's why the, this is. It's not a balanced position. It's a position of the double backwards weasel with pike. <laughs> That's a position where you look like you're going in one direction, but you're actually standing still looking in another direction, because the, the they don't want to put the they don't want to they don't want to decrease. Gambling in the club so that your price of schnitty goes up. Oh, is that right? Is that is that? Oh gosh! But they were. Yeah, I know it's sad, ain't so. But they because the idea that people are entirely ruining their lives and being driven to suicide is one thing. But if the cost of schnitzel is down, yeah. So problem gamblers, families, families can't afford a schnitty no matter what the price is. But what they could do, they could just ban online gambling, and then that'll please the clubs because everyone will go back into the clubs where it's more social. You can have your trial, cashless card, whatever the hell that is. Is that got a limit on it or something? I don't know. No, it's a way of everything in a trial. Yeah, it'll probably have limits, but only in, it's only on one. It's on, on, 500, on one sheet. 500 one machines machine. out of 86,900. Oh. Mm. <laughs> just They're not taking a gamble, I, are they? Just a proper extrapolation. Just, forget, just call it the barrel card. Uh-huh. Just give it to barrel. Yeah. Give it to Beryl, send her down in the afternoon, <laughs> see how she goes with the poker machines, and then, you know, check the revenue at the coffee shop, and then look to see how hot the lawn bowls was in the carpet world. And then we can see if the Beryl card is worth it. you got know, a very stereotypical a image mm. of Australian clubs. I've I, 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 them. Look, they definitely need a pokey referendum, but let the pokies decide. So <gasps> yeah, everyone goes yeah. to the club, yeah. and you play the pokies, and if you get 
four Chris Mins in a row, <laughs> right? He he wins. It's a Chris Chris Mins wins, right? He wins a jackpot, and and then whatever uh, he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you get four Perites in a row, yeah. then you're in big trouble. What happens if so. you get four Mark Lathans? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you can trash the joint. Jackpot. You don't pay for your schnitty. You just you just do a runner. Drink it. You should quit leaning on the gambling so hard and, and just really push the. You should bring a friend. Because I mean, a lot of clubs have really shifted to the. Are you a member? Yeah, yeah. So the schnitty costs the member whatever, $18. We get 10% off the schnee. Yeah, if, if you're a non-member, member, yeah. it's $26. Yeah. So it's just, mm. it should be bring a friend. You get a dollar off the beer too. Yeah. yeah. Have days where you don't have to sign in. That, that stupid policy where you've got to sign in, show your driver's license yeah. and validate who you are. No, they, they like that because that means they can slip you a pamphlet saying whichever side of politics is being meaner <laughs> yeah. to them, don't vote sign for in. them. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about thing. that. Uh, Gene Kitson, Gary Eck and Tommy Dean are here on Thank God It's Friday. In which country... Are the chips down? It's yeah. just another gambling. No, 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 no. But it does sound like it. But this is hitting. This is hitting yeah. me where it lives. This is, this <laughs> yeah. is terrible. Yeah. There are certain stories. Your problem gambling is a problem theoretically, but not for you. But it doesn't affect me. But what? No frozen potatoes. <laughs> so the situation. This is because of wet weather and so forth. The situation is so bad that Coles has introduced a two pack limit on frozen uh, chips. Do you know what I got for Christmas? An air fryer. I just <laughs> entered the world of needing frozen potato at the very time that climate change has ripped it from my hands. I don't mind to minimise your problem, but aren't two packets of frozen chips per day enough? Not Do you know tummy. anything about chips? <laughs> two packets. Two packets sounds like a lot, but two packets is. I mean, it depends on the definition of packet, I suppose. They tend to come in a kilo, uh-huh. uh, but you got to figure a third of that is you know lost in in you know like evaporation. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of air in the bag. Yeah. A lot of air a lot in the bag. A lot of moisture in a yeah. frozen potato. All those ice crystals, they go quickly. Uh, you got to assume uh, you lose about twenty percent to the edges. Uh, you don't flip them right. They yeah. go over the board. Uh-huh. Uh, they get burned, lost. But those black ones are the best ones, aren't no, they? Not the best, the medium mm. browns. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. The caramelization, sweet as. Um, <laughs> there's a couple in the middle from rawness. Uh, then, if, like me, uh, you keep the back doors open to the deck, uh, there's another 10% to the birds. Crazy fights. Yeah. Uh, so it takes two packs to get one pack is what yeah. I'm saying. It's a 50% breakage uh, in the know, frozen it, potato serving rates. If you... Deep fried them like any normal person, then you get actually more p- bang for your. I know what you're talking about. I am deep frying them. No, you're saying in, in air. In, in <laughs> that air. does not Four count. Quarts you get of no air. waste in oil, none. And in fact, it just yeah, just adds to it. I, I think it's pretty grim in the Kitson household with this. Oh, uh, very. You, yeah. I'm I'm partial to a crinkle cut. A world without. Some frozen yeah. crinkle cuts is like a world without daiquiris. Dec- it's very scary. It's grim. I mean, it's it does grim. strike me these two stories are similar, aren't they? Because on one hand, the schnitzel is threatened mm. by Perrottet's uh, cruel attack on the clubs, and so are the chips, chips. that are served with the schnitzel. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to McDonald's the other day, and they asked me, would I like a fry with that? <laughs> what? Oh, with, that's with, sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I had to share it as well. Oh, I had to that's share really... it with the other guy behind me. You know, we had to lick it and, you know, well, <laughs> pass I was, it on. I was, I was going to go out into the garden and try and find those spongy potatoes I threw out last week. You know, the ones with the sprouting eyes and they're really spongy. And then I thought I might do a Matt Damon. You know, remember Matt Damon on The Martian? And he was left on Mars and he was left on Mars and he he started growing potatoes. He said, I'm going to science the shit out of this. And he picked 
the eyes out of frozen potatoes for the Thanksgiving meal and then he grew them in the space cruise nappies. And then, <laughs> so, mm. so, mm, so I'd good. rather just live without yeah. me. Luckily, we've got yeah. potting mix here on Earth. So, but yeah, I think it's time to start getting back into the garden, growing, to grow, you, grow to your grow. own. Is that what? No, I mean, I notice there are hardly any seagulls at the beach anymore because there's just no. Oh, present that's yet. yeah. yeah. Just, there's the only knock the on de- effect. There's only the desperate seagull chip junkies, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a chip, mate. You got a chip, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you got a chip. Those terrible ones. It's so sad. It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. they're ibises that are not worth going through the bins. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, they just don't even bother anymore. Don't even bother they're... the tragedy that is Australia. Thank God it's Friday with Richard. As we face uh, chips crisis. Thank God it's Friday. Jim Kitson, Gary Eck, mm. and Tommy Dean. Who is speeding towards an election? Yeah, look, this is uh, an interesting idea. The uh, the governments are kind of competing with each other because, uh, on one hand, uh, well. I think it's Labor. The Liberals are saying, um, is it Liberal? Labor? I don't even know. Well, who knows? Yeah. It's well, so this is obscure. demerit points. It's no, demerit, this is demerit I, I'm, points. I'm aware of, I'm aware of uh, Melbourne listeners because I don't know what system they've got. But in New South Wales, you've got a demerit system. You not only get fined when you speed, but mm. you lose they points. They the same system. You can lose about 13 points and it takes three years to get them back. And both sides of politics are saying, oh, that's too cruel on you poor motorists. We'll, we'll give them back to you quicker. Yeah, you get them back in one year. Which I think is, I, I'm, look, I'm all yeah, for that. Back in one year. Yeah, one you, get, back one, you get one back in one, one. year. But Just need, so you don't lose your yeah, license. Yeah, but they need to sweeten it a little bit. Like, you know, offer like a complimentary free speed. Of up to 20 kilometres and over, you know, that you can just choose. You, you use once. You can use once, okay. you know, or like, uh, or you can yell obscenities at another driver. You've got a little um, uh, coupon, do you? Yeah, like a card, like a get out of jail. Yeah. So when a police card, officer stops you, you and say, look, mate, you're yeah. giving the finger to that, uh, to that ambulance, yeah. you can say, oh, it's all right. Yeah, I've, I've got, got, a, I've got, yeah, I've got, got the card. We should, in fact, that's a great idea, Richard. They should have, rather than demerits, they should have merit system where you get rewarded with points uh-huh. that you can accrue and that you can cash in. So if I if I stick to the speed limit for a year, I never go over. I accrue enough points, then I can cash it in and I can buy a faster car, so I don't have to stick to the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nobody a great can idea. Catch you. Yeah. yeah, this is this is really this is exactly the same as the whole. Problem gambling thing. It's the government's doing another double weasel with backward (laughs) pike. I mean, really, because we know they don't want you to lose your licence because when you get fined for speeding because they changed the speed limit ten times in the one stretch of road. Yeah, yeah. They know, the governments know the revenue from that is enormous. So what they want you, they want to say, you've oh, been really bad, we're going yeah. to take your licence away, and they're going to do that with one hand, but then with the other hand they'll give it back because they want you to speed again so, you, so they, they can they find you. Yeah, yeah, That's right, it. Okay. Genius, really. Yeah, it's genius. 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 <laughs> Double. It, it, is, it is a bit weird because in, in New South Wales anyway, it, it, Every single election for about the past 20 elections has been a law, it's called a law and order election, and each side of politics offers to be tougher on crime. Mm. And so one side says, oh, no, we'll get those, we'll put them in prison for 10 years for the most minor of mm. offences. And the other side, 10 years, that's nothing. We're going to beat them on the soles of their feet and then hang them upside <laughs> down in Pitt Street Mall. And the other side says, that's nothing. <laughs> and so, and so, and so yeah. this, is, this is like the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. You're being too tough yeah. on the motorists. Yeah. Yeah. Softer. Yeah, let's go softer. Well, this is the moment where I think you really expose the lie of the Australian larrikin. 
<laughs> you, know, you, can't, you can't be larrikining around. That's just that's against the rules, mate. You can't be doing that. Uh, and I think you know, it almost feels like they're just making up for the fact that double demerits is stupid. You know, double demerits weekend, uh-huh. so you're losing two for one. And then I, don't, later, I don't know if they've got this in Melbourne or, or not, but yeah, in Easter and Christmas and stuff like that, they yeah, double it up. Double it up, and you're like, well, come on! Now you just get caught doing like a minor, the most minor of things, and it's twice as. Point. Yeah. So if everyone in the car's not got seatbelts, they go, okay, one, two, three, yeah. four. Times that's two. eight points. Times two. That's sixteen. You're already three down yeah. on your thirteen. Yeah. yeah. But, but then, then we'll... next week they'll be like, have four back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. You can do it again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, there's not once that I have lost points when it's been my fault. Truly. And the first really? time it are happened. Are you a saint? Are you? I didn't know that. Am I a what? A saint. Yeah, yeah, I'm a saint. I'm a victim, actually. I'm a victim and a saint. But um, the first time I lost my licence was six months after I... Whoa, 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 whoa. You no. went from I've never had any infringement to... Well, when I lost my licence... No, and no, I said none of up. them have been my fault. None of them have been my fault. Because when I, because my dad taught me to drive down in Sorrento, Melbourne knows where Sorrento is, down in Sorrento, and he didn't tell me, he taught me many things, my father. He taught me how to drive out of a skid, how to pull up if your brakes are gone by doubling the clutch, how to um, hotwire a car if you lose your (laughs) keys at the beach, how to hotwire any car nearby, actually. But he didn't tell me there was such a thing as speed limits. So the first time I drove to Melbourne with a group of friends in my car and we went and I was doing 60 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour thing and I didn't even know what that meant. We didn't Did you really think the have... sign was just like a how far till you get there? I Ooh, had no... Look at that, I'm only 60 from Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm st- how, can, how can we still only be 60 from Melbourne? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. We're 60 from 60? Melbourne? 60? I better hurry up. I've been going 110 for an hour and I'm still 60 from Melbourne. Exactly. <laughs> So I had to go to court and I said, my father never told me there were speed limits. Yeah. How, how did the magistrate respond to that uh, He excuse? took my licence away for six months <laughs> well, and did. fined me about 200 bucks. You're listening to Thank God. It's Friday on ABC Radio Sydney, New South Wales, and we're joined by Melbourne. You've got some technical problems down there, and so we have the pleasure of your company. Uh, Now, uh, a man in the UK discovered a bottle of whiskey among his late father's property. It was a 12-year-old Port Ellen Islay, which he says never really stood out as something special, but after being persuaded to sell it at auction, it fetched £100,000. What are the things that if your father left them to you, I mean, they might not stand out as something special, but would surely raise the most money? Gary Eck. Well, my dad's a classic hoarder. He's got a lot of stuff. I don't know if it's of any value. That's the problem. Like, he's got wine that he's been cellaring for, like, we're cellaring? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicely done, wine, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, just 20 years. Rolled off the tongue. Yeah. Oh, they're just cellaring for, like, 20 years. Okay, but no, 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 I think they say... No. Two decades. Two decades. Oh, that's true, yeah. Okay, my dad's been cellaring wine for... But if it's a cheap wine to begin with, it'll be off. That's the problem. I mean, he buys the cheap wine. So you're meant to drink them on day one. Yeah. And it's like... (laughs) You drink them on the way... Home from Dan Murphy's. <laughs> exactly. It's like he's been he's in the cupboard for 20 years. Like I actually opened a bottle of red, right, and then discovered it was actually a bottle of white. I mean, it, oh. actually, it had gone off. So it's the first wine to rust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. And I'm pretty certain it came in a can. Now okay, this is a story it. about my Melbourne relative, Uncle John, right? Yeah. He was a big wine collector. He used to go to Rutherglen and all yeah, that and yeah. buy the wine. And he didn't really have... He didn't really have any friends who were wine drinkers, so it was just his hmm. hobby and his wife wasn't really interested. So he just had this enormous collection 
suggestion of wine and no one to drink it with. So it just over the years just went off. Yeah. And oh. and and he was complaining about this to to my wife, you know, who's who's his niece and and she and and I was saying, "Look, I that's interesting, Uncle John, because I don't really know what 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 off wine Tastes like. Right. He said, oh, his eyes lit up. Come with me, come with me, son. So he went down under the, and according to Deborah and his, his wife, all they could hear was, was Uncle John saying, undoing, the cork would come out. Said, now, this is an example yeah. of a wine which is oxidized. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting, Uncle John. Yeah, well, this one, though, this is an example where it's clean. <laughs> and so we went yeah. all morning drinking all the wine, all and the, the off wine. And the problem is with the really off wine, the cork doesn't do what you just did. Yeah, it yeah. just crumbles. Yeah, it just, yeah. like, disintegrates into the wine. And then you had to push and then it into you the, push yeah. it in, And then you've got to drink the wine. Not that I'm drinking it, but anyway. through a, through a t- you, you pass it through a tea towel. Yeah, I mean, they just go straight into the bin. Yeah. But I see that's not going to be a value. Pass it through a tea towel. No, it's a desperate night's life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. American that's all right. You just, you just get that break sponge. the whole neck off, you know. And then you <laughs> suck the tea towel. <laughs> so he must have something worth something. Oh, I don't know. My dad's got so much stuff that he just buys. Like, you know, he once bought, uh, I'm not even making this up, a box of cat food because it was on special. Yeah, a huge yeah. box of cat food. And we didn't have a cat. Yeah. Oh, like he just because right. it's like, and then he started feeding all the stray cats because. Oh, so the cats can tell. You know, cats cats are, are finicky, right? Oh, they're very they, finicky. They yeah. can tell if you bought the. You can buy the same thing as usual, yeah. but if you buy it on special, they'll know. Yeah, but when you offer the cat a glass of wine, Richard, that my dad had, <laughs> <laughs> how would you like the the, the yeah. fish with the wine? Yeah. <laughs> this will help it go down. Jean Kitson, what do you? What you could your father leave you something that would be worth a lot of dough? Pretty sure my dad had that very bottle of <laughs> old Port Ellen Islay. Yeah, twelve-year-old yeah, port. But I'm pretty sure twelve-year-old whiskey. It's called port, but but it's whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. That's right. It's Port Islay. Port Ellen Islay. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the port. But it's whiskey. It's whiskey. Yeah. That's yeah. right. It's that's from, right. Just clarifying area. it, and I haven't had. And any. that's why that guy's dad never drank it. I, oh, I wanted port. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Oh man. Man, this smells like. It's got whiskey on the label. What? I'm pretty sure Dad had a bottle of that, but we kids would have drunk no, no. it. I thought it was a really nice port from Whiskey. You, you'd, <laughs> you'd have taken it to Dane Nelly Melbourne's yeah. great song. We were terrible. We would have sneaked off and experimented. But I don't think Dad... Dad used to have amazing cars. He had cars like a Lorraine Dietrich, wow. Dietrich okay. yeah. and all these old Jags, but he hasn't got them anymore. There's nothing I can see. Your, has, your inheritance squandered. Um, mm. It's gone. It's gone. It's sold before I could get my hands on it. <laughs> my poor frozen hands. <laughs> but, yeah, so he did... He has made a quite nice yacht out of PVC piping, and I'm pretty sure that's, <laughs> that's one of a kind. <laughs> it sits on his desk. That's going to be worth a big yeah. bucks. What about you, Tommy? What's what's your father going to give you? We got a few things laying around. I mean, the problem with these sorts of sales is providence. Yeah. You know, where did it come yeah. from? How did it get there? That sort of escalates some of the value. Like, he's got a kilo of heroin. Of course. <laughs> but I don't know where it's from. But I mean, that's probably yeah. worth a few bob. <laughs> <laughs> and and he keeps a lot of guns. Yeah. So I reckon when he goes, I'm going to inherit. A pretty good gun collection. <laughs> By the way, the heroin was made up, but the guns is real. Guns, right. <laughs> guns is real. And depending on how I use those, I imagine that could bring in some money. <laughs> <laughs> how many guns would he have? I mean, he's a seriously signed up member of the NRA. Yeah, no, he's serious. He, well, he, but he, he's a sporter. To be ITs, but he's a sport guy. So he's got like four different 
competition shotguns, uh, a couple of long range twenty twos. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't believe in automatic weapons. He doesn't uh, yet. Yeah, <laughs> but he'd have six or something. Oh, oh, he's got he's got probably yeah, probably close to a dozen. Yeah, two gun safes. <laughs> Because you have to keep him in a gun safe. Yeah, and then you have an him? ammo locker. Hey, you pass the salt and that gun, would you, while you're there? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Pass the salt. Yeah, no, don't worry. That's a reference to... If they didn't have the gun safe, they'd just be everywhere. The oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Well, we, you got to keep... So there's a couple over the fireplace, because that's just how they work. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's gun safe, and then there's gun safety. Yeah, you know, you got to keep. So he them. likes to look at them. He likes uh, having them on display. Yeah, like yeah. we used to. Like before, they kind of t- t- did away with it. But you know, we used to have the roof rack. You know, the back window yeah, yeah. rack, yeah, the yeah, classic yeah, hunters. Yeah, three shotguns in the back uh, for hunting. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty. It helps stop people cut in on you on the roads. Nah, because everybody there has one. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah, evens it out. What happens is for a couple tanks. of days, and then when everybody's got a gun rack, then everybody just cut each other off again. <laughs> it's just the way it works. Do you have a gun rack and a spotlight? Do you go spotlighting? Oh, that's that's cruel. Oh, is that cool? No, Dad likes it sporty. Right. Oh. In fact, given a chance, he would give the deer a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's not <laughs> It's pronounced Islay, I'm told, not uh, Islay. So there oh, you go. More, Islay. more reason yeah. I don't have a $100,000 whiskey collection. Uh, thank God it's Friday. Jim Kitson, Gary Eck and Tommy Denny. Are you ready for the Wheel of Death? Guy. Thank you to listeners in both Melbourne and Sydney wise who've guy. supplied the following uh, words for mm. our to- chocolate wheel. Uh, someone came in and was, when I was heaving the chocolate wheel in, mm. as I always do, someone said, oh, I always thought that was made up. I was sort of just a sound effect. Oh. No, no, it's, it's real. real. It's even got rich. Just so you know, I do not know this, and this is a, quite important now given our guests from Victoria, but yeah, yeah. This, this is actually the Melbourne Eye repurposed. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> it's very large. Uh, now, galoshes. galoshes. Uh, do you even know what galoshes Hell are? Hell yeah, yeah, I know okay. what galoshes okay. are. Galoshes, atonement, corkscrew, ribs, toad, Melbourne coffee, toll roads, wind chimes, refrigerators, mechanical bull, bunyip, Croissant, hot cross buns, and magician. I'm going the opposite this year. Which one's fear? I want to change the season. You always challenge me in fear. Yeah. Let's let's make it positive. Which and one do I hope for the most? Which one do you hope for the most? Galoshes. Galoshes. Mm. Let's oh, see which comes up. Round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Today's word for Tommy Dean to take on is galoshes. <gasps> it missed by one. It's magician. You know what? There's nothing more magic than galoshes. The galoshes. <laughs> <laughs> They are just so quickly. Galoshes are like the over. They're like they're like the condoms for shoes. They're like the big rubber wraparounds oh, yeah. that you stick your normal shoe into. Oh, okay, and they're right. a big rubbery. So they're a bit different to a. a, a they're, not, they're not unlike a gumboot. Gumboot, yeah, waterproof. The gumboot you usually wear without any. Exactly. Other shoe. These yeah. are like these okay. are like it, shoes for over, shoes. An overshoe. Mm. An overshoe. Right. And you keep them on the porch, and so you know you're going out to muck out the stalls, or it's rainy, oh. mostly for rain. And mm-hmm. mud. Yeah. Farmers had them all the time. We had a galoshes bucket. There was like a big bucket because you can hose them off. So you just throw your galoshes in the bucket, and then they actually had a bottomless, like a sieve mm-hmm. bottom, mm-hmm. and then you just psh, hose the galoshes to get all the mud and cow mm-hmm. manure off of them, mm-hmm. and then they just air dry like then Tupperware. You, then you go in the house and, and just polish your rifle. Polish your mm-hmm. rifle. <laughs> <laughs> magic. Galoshes and gun knives. It's galoshes it is, and gun it is yeah. magic. <laughs> yeah, it's also a Hungarian stew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not Hungarian quite. Hungarian galoshes. Galoshes. So good. So on the topic 
of magicians. Magicians. You see, magicians, I'm torn. I am really torn. And I, mm. there is a part of me as a young child that loved magic. I would go to magic shops. I love the idea of buying all the little tricks. I used to have the little disappearing coin slot. You'd put a coin in the little slider. In the matchbox. And then you'd yeah. slide it in and out, and the coin was gone. Yeah. And it was magic. But I also remember the same moment when I realized that magic isn't magic if it has a rule book. So that hurt my head. So but it is, it's still magic if yeah. you manage to fool the, uh, the viewers. But that's what, that's what the argument was. What is mm. the magic? Because a friend of mine is one of the great close-up magics of all time, card and coin manipulator, and I always refer to it as the dance. Uh, because what he hated the most was when people said, how did you do that? And the answer was, even if I told you, it would make no sense to you. <laughs> that's what it comes to. Card manipulation is so fine. Like the, mm. the, the, the tricks and skills that are used to manipulate a deck of cards are just pure physics. And it's it, partly distraction, though, isn't it? And distraction. distraction. Yeah. But the yeah. physics of literally just the ability to pop a tiny corner and make a card flip from the top to the bottom such that you can't see it go around. But is this the dance? I mean, that's the good, you're talking the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the dance. The other one's like distraction. Look over there, everyone. And then pull mm-hmm. it out mm-hmm. of the pocket. Yeah. But mostly I think what hurts my head the most about magic is the terrible jokes. <laughs> that they use to get to the tricks. Mm. I just thought if there ever was a moment, if you could take outstanding comedy and marry it with outstanding magic, you would have Penn and Teller. They're the only ones that have pulled it off. <laughs> or Steve Martin. Uh, his magic wasn't amazing. No. What, those balloon tricks? No, I mean, Are they were cute, kidding? but I mean, I mean like pure. Like if, like if David Copperfield had made the Statue of Liberty yeah. disappear and been hilarious <laughs> instead of aloof and up himself, yeah. I would have really enjoyed that. If David Blaine would have done like a solid two days of comedy while standing on a pole, <laughs> it would have made it worthwhile. What about when they saw people in half and all that stuff? If they really did it. <laughs> I, think, I think the sawing in half is yeah. the one that insults surgeons the most those guys spend so much time learning how to put the human anatomy back together and the magician pretends Mm. he can just snap his fingers and do it does he know nothing about the nervous system (laughs) (laughs) nothing (laughs) he's lying to me i know how complicated it is uh but it's glorious uh and but i like the assistant i always thought the magic assistant was the true magic yeah Mm. um every i've met a few in my lifetime and then they're possibly the most stable part of a magician's mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like it's really i just think they have the hardest job in the world looking pretty assigning you know getting they're the what goes on when the distraction is happening mm. he creates the distraction they get everything they actually do most of the work what about the rabbit they they, they were pretty hard when, when you pull the rabbit out of the hat oh rabbits you know how many rabbits are good at it. <laughs> Do you know why it's a rabbit? This is an interesting historical fact because the hats were traditionally made of rabbit skin. So what you're seeing when the rabbit comes out of the hat is the basic, the idea is almost uh. of the, the re, uh, re-embodiment of a mm. dead animal into a live animal as it comes out of the hat, which is made out of rabbit skin. What about well, that? That's also why that's they true. are so... That's true. And it's also why they are so Felch. compliant in the trick because yeah. as the magician is putting it into the hat, <laughs> yeah, this is what you're going to be if you don't get this trick right. <laughs> You will be the hat tomorrow night. You will be the hat. (laughs) Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover.
does he die or does he live? He Surprise! Lives. Magically, he lives. He lives for taking on the word magician. Tommy Dean, Gary Eck and Gene Kitson are with us on Thank God. It's Friday, ABC Radio Sydney. ABC Radio Melbourne, we have your company this afternoon because of some technical problems in your studios and, of course, ABC New South Wales. Now, Australian producers of Prosecco are demanding the government hold firm against Italy which wants to ban the use of the name as a regional specialty protection. To return fire, what items should Australia claim as unique with only our own producers able to use the term? Jean Kitson. Well, we, oh, I don't know. you've got to copyright everything, really. Look, we've lost, we've lost Ugg Boots as a brand. That's yes. lost to some yeah. canny yank. Um, mm. But we've still got Aussie thongs because I think even the most eager... American thinks they're G-strings or whale tails or yeah, yeah. some other girly wedgie. And, um, well, certainly they... a, 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 gr- a group of young women all, all wearing thongs is less enticing than the Americans might think. <laughs> <laughs> they're not talking about double pluggers <laughs> like we are. I know. So um, I, I don't know. Look, I, I think there's, um, there's not much. We, you know, Australians invented flat white. Here in Sydney, yeah. not yeah. even the yeah. ca- not yeah. even the coffee capital of Melbourne invented was some. Bloke now Melbourne's in- got the magic. We were discussing the magic earlier. Melbourne's yeah, well, got the magic. We got the flat white. We got the flat mm. white. We could mm. we could quickly you know tell people to all Starbucks stop saying flat white. No, no, I wanted, it was embarrassing because I, I doesn't say that. I was in America, uh, and they had just introduced Starbucks had just a few years ago, but they had just introduced the flat white from Australia. Australia's, oh, they gave us credit. Yeah, Australia's okay. contribution to coffee culture, the flat white. But it would only come in a 12-ounce cup because any oh. other cup would compromise the true nature of a flat white. This is the only size of flat white you can have. You can't have the giant 16-ounce. No, that's too much flat white. And you can't have the 8-ounce flat white because there's not enough white in a flat white if you have 8 ounces. 12 ounces is how Australia serves it. Gee, they, they, they mm. took our idea and then it wrapped it in and red tape. And rules after yeah. rules. Rules, <laughs> compliance for the flat white. What, what else can we keep our, as our own? Flat white, what else, Gary? Well, I don't know why we can't keep prosciutto. Just don't pronounce it in an, in an Italian way. Like, oh. they can have the Italian pronunciation. Oh, yeah. We can have prosciutto. <laughs> you know, they, if you call it prosciutto. It's not the meat, it's the sparkling wine. Yeah, prosecco. Give us, yeah, prosecco. 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 Give me a prosecco. Yeah, you got a pressy. Yeah, just give us that. Just call it that. Could you do the same with champagne? Because that's the other thing we're not allowed to say anymore. Well, we I always thought Spumante <laughs> was Australian, yeah. right? Because I, I honestly did. I just thought because, you know, it's $5 a bottle and it's got the word spew in it. Yeah. Right? The, it just the, has to be Australian. The the effect is in the name. Yeah, but it's actually Italian. Like no one's no one's coming down hard on us for, for, for Spumante. Spumante. They're like, oh, no, you can keep a Spumante. <laughs> not even Italians want that one. But, yeah, I mean, there are some heaps. I mean, Schneidy, I love Schneidy. That's a fairly recent. You don't think the Germans deserve that? Mate, if I go to Austria or Germany and I hear someone, I would like a uns eine Schnitty bitte schön. I'm going to be furious. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> hey, mate. Hey, hey, yeah. Du mussen gestoppen hart that schnitzel, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Schnitty, palmy. Palmy's a good one too. That, that's pretty Aussie. Mm, yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think the Italian. What about the Lady Palmer? The Lady Palmer. So my son worked in Horsham in Victoria. I'm throwing in Victorian references, yeah. of, of course. Uh, my son worked in Horsham and he said it required a, a person to be, you know, quite confident of their own masculinity when they went to the Horsham pub and you were asked whether you wanted a, a, a Parmigiana or a Lady Palmer. Which was, oh, my it's a, gosh. It's a smaller Parmigiana. Oh, tiny. <laughs> it's petite. 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 I have a le petite Parmigiana. It's not the double breast. Yeah. 
that they usually uh, use for chicken. Yeah, but that's what a lady parma should be, is double what about, breast. What about... It should, that's what it should be. It should be the large one. I want all the breast. Yeah. yeah. Bring me the lady parma. <laughs> turf and surf, is that Australian? Yeah, I think so, that's sure. That's got to be Australian, because I've seen that in America, turf and surf. It's ours. Yeah, and they, yeah. Don't, take, they don't go from Australia. Served with the Aussie flat white, it's just yeah. it's purely pinched it. So why don't we? And I think the mixed grill is a that's it's a, a strange. Well, it's too. a turf and turf. Yeah, the yeah. mixed grill. So if you call mm. it a turf and turf, it should be yeah. co- able to be copyrighted. Chook, chook, that's ours. Yeah. No one else can call that. Avo, yeah. fisherman's yeah. basket. What's that? Fisherman's basket. Fisherman's. I haven't seen the Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, you think all fishermen have baskets? <laughs> <laughs> on their little bikes as they ride. To well, the-, the chicken Maryland is American, right? The idea of putting food in a basket for some obscure reason. I love is- it in a basket. Yeah. Mm. I know this is true. I believe they, they call it chicken Maryland because the shape it of it is the shape of the state. Is that oh, right? I believe. I don't know if that's correct. Oh, the- but literally, like- the shape of yeah. Maryland is the shape of chicken no, Maryland. Someone is going to ring up and clarify. T- Tommy, well, do you think we should be saving some things for our own? I don't. I was trying. I can't. There's like To me, Australiana so the pie. Yeah, meat pie, but it doesn't have a name. I don't know how we keep that out of the rest of the world's mouth. Meat pie, right? Meat, meat pie. pie with sauce. You can't say with sauce. Oh, with sauce, because you got it. Yeah, with sauce. And meat you, pie and sauce. If you meat pie the, and if sauce. You, if you apply the sauce using the bottle where you push the oh, already goes, already encrusted <laughs> already, <laughs> already encrusted valve under the skin and <laughs> that's Australian. Yeah, no one else would do that. And sausage roll, mate. Mm. I know, again, there's yeah. lots of people put sausage on bread, but not like Australia. And not in the place. It's a long way to the shops if you want a sausage That's roll. I mean. They're everywhere. <laughs> and, but when you get to the shop, you can have a sausage roll and something to ruin your afternoon. Do people in other countries have a sausage roll followed by strawberry milk? Oh, that's yeah. just a recipe for yeah. a good afternoon. It's a recipe no. for a spin magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even think we should bother with Prosecco and all these fancy names. We should just call it like a spumante. I was thinking, you know, it's a dry Italian wine, Sweet. sparkling wine. We could call it, we can't call it dry as a bone, that's taken, but we call we could call it dry as a dead dingo's donger. <laughs> we could call it dead dingo's donger. Yeah, yeah. That's good, isn't Forget it? Forget Prosecco. Yeah, so you've got a lo- lo- lovely little uh, group of Often young women's like Prosecco, yeah. so they're going up to the bar and they say, and say d- get, get, the, get the eye of the barman and say, Yeah, I'll have a dead, I'll have a DDD, thanks. Yeah, yeah, a dingo's donger. Dead, dead who, wants, who wants a dead donger? Yeah, yeah. dead dingo. Dead dingo. DDD. That's got to catch on, actually. Thank God it's Put your glove with you on Drive in Melbourne, Sydney and New South Wales. Gene Kitson, Gary Eck and Tommy Dean are with us. News this week that thousands of Australians have asked their banks to self-exclude themselves when it comes to gambling. They want their, their bank cards, etc., to be blocked from, from using them for gambling. What, what do you want to be self-excluded from? Gary Eck. I don't know if I really like this idea because I just think the banks will start to make decisions that I didn't ask for, you know, like, I don't want to go to the retail store and buy a shirt and then say, I'm sorry, the banks declined that because that, that, they don't think it suits you, mm-hmm. you know. The mm-hmm. Jenny, you're, you're too old for it. Yeah, Jenny from Asheville Teller 4. <laughs> she just rang and she says, you look horrible. She was yeah. watching the video, you yeah. know, and the CT. It's, yeah. it's, Gary, it's not your colour. Yeah, it's not your colour. And uh. look, we just want, we're just going to have to ask you to leave the store. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen for yeah. sure. They're they'll overstep. Say, they'll they'll overstep, it, yeah. yeah. And then they'll just like. Then they'll they'll reduce it, and then I'll have to shop in places I don't want to shop. You know, yeah. like you can't buy everything at Audi. I mean, I give it a good shot. 
Yeah. I mean, I've pretty much bought everything there. <laughs> their clothes are fantastic. <laughs> center, center aisle. Center aisle. Are you seriously? Five bucks for that? Mm. That's yeah. unreal. So, um, I have the entire T-Tail collection. Yeah, so it's maybe when I go to certain stores, they, they up it a little bit. They go, Gaz, psst. Mm. Extra four bucks if you want to get two shirts. They know too much about us these days because no, people don't use cash mm. anymore. So cash used to be the great thing which mm. you could kind of fool yourself about where your yeah, spending was. Yeah. But now the credit card statement comes. I know. And, uh, you know, Dan Murphy. Oh, Dan oh, Murphy. Yeah. Dan Murphy. It's more Dan Murphy. And like, uh, I mean, he maybe Dan Murphy is making yeah. a collection for Catholic nuns, I mean, given the name, yeah. possibly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, just, a, it's, yeah. it's such an annoyance. Like I, over Christmas I went back, I was to, went to David, I'll say David Jones, it was David Jones, but. Um, to return some shoes, right? Yeah. And I said, oh, to Audi. Gonna, yeah, yeah. To, and I, they said, I oh, can give you the credit card. And I gave them my credit card. And they thought I was buying the shoes. So they charged me again. <laughs> oh, and then they no. said, thank you. Have a good day. And they gave me the shoes back. I'm going, and then I started walking. I'm no going, Wait wonder a David Jones is sold. <laughs> no wonder we've got rid of the thing. Yeah, and then it was annoying me. I had to get the manager. I was like, oh, my God, just to get my money back twice. So, Do you want to self-exclude yourself, Jean, from something? I'd like the bank to self-exclude me from buying anything except what? on specials. So 50% off, you know, damaged tin, factory seconds, anything like that. Because I just, because it's a good way to shop. You save money. I don't need all the other stuff. And I want the bank to hear my mind when I put the chocolate in the basket because I eat chocolate every day. And I say, I have this argument. You don't deserve that. And then I go, uh, you, no, the bank says you don't deserve I say to myself, you deserve it. Come on. You deserve yeah, it, Gene. Yeah. Of course you Eat do. the chocolate. I deserve it. Yeah. We, we agree. You yeah, deserve yeah, yeah. it. I know, but I need the bank to say you don't deserve it, Gene. <laughs> you haven't even gone for a walk today. You've just done nothing but eat chocolate. So I wouldn't mind yeah. if they just Tommy, what do you Do you want to self-exclude? Possibly. I think thematically for the gamblers, they're missing a trick here. I think to keep it fun for everyone, they shouldn't just... Be the nanny state that says, sorry, gambling guy. Mm-hmm. They should be like, yeah, we hear you, Richard. You got a bit of a problem with the machines. Mm-hmm. So here's what we've done. We've changed the last digit of your pin. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you got three tries to access the ATM. And then it locks up forever. <laughs> and then it'll lock up for a day. Yeah. Bring all the joy of gambling to your yeah, effort to control your gambling. Make it, that's yeah. the gamble. Can yeah. I gamble for my own money? And by the time you've got the money, Brilliant. you've had all the fun of gambling. Yeah, mm. That's exactly the fun. Yeah. Just keep it. Just keep on their toes. And you just yeah. pull that. Uh, pull, oh, they actually don't have any arms uh, anymore, but you press yeah, the button. Yeah, you press you see, the button. And yeah. four Chris Mins comes up. <laughs> but I wish that if I did anything, if there was a way to self-exclude, like I think what we need to do is combine the bank's ability to understand your spending with, say, Yelp reviews. So if you're not paying attention, so I say I just pull up at a local cafe and I'm like, ah, I think I'm going to get a coffee here. And then beep, beep, uh, the, the coffee here is terrible. <laughs> really terrible. Nobody likes this yeah, coffee. Yeah. That'd be quite Never useful. Mind. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on mm. going. I might just check into this hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you want to go to the one down the street. <laughs> terrible, terrible hotel. Who are the winners and losers of this week? Gary Eck. Uh, yeah, um, well, the loser is, uh, I mean, I kind of feel sorry for the guy, uh, Kokonakis, who played Andy Murray to 4 a.m., which is incredible. So more than hours. five hours, wasn't it? Yeah, Six hours. Six I hours. Think. It was six yeah. hours. I mean, it finished just after uh, Nick Kyrgios left the nightclub. Um, <laughs> That's how you know. That's, That's how you know. That's That's how like no, he came like... out and he's like, what, are you guys still playing? Uh, and then the winner, uh, look, is, is uh, Jacinda Ardern, which I think, you know, she resigned with 
you know, it was mm. dignity. There was no controversy. The usual class. Yes, yeah. class. She didn't go to some, you know, hen's night. She was dress, desperate. Dress what as... are you talking about? Yeah. She, she was absolutely... But it was such she a... She went running for the exit. <laughs> I was such a classic Notting Hill ending, though, when she just turned to her, her daughter and says, you know, mummy's going to pick you up from school yeah, now, yeah. and then turns to her husband who's there as well. Did Richard you know, Curtis write this? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, and then he's like, and honey, let's get married. <laughs> and then she just runs out. <laughs> See and you again sometime. <laughs> Who were the winners and losers? Jean Kitson. Oh, I'm sorry to say this because Melbourne is tuning in, but losers Australian Open who allowed the Russians to play. I'm sorry. I just think that's, you know, pretty – that's a lack of spine, really. I mean, there's four different – there's different ways you can ban things. You can ban the individual, ban the team, ban the sponsorship and ban the venue. And they really just – didn't I don't know what they did. Whereas the winners are like ice skating Federation of the World came down hard. Formula One told the Russians to rack off. Badminton World Federation told them to rack off. The International Federation the winners and losers. Tommy Dean. Oh, sorry. Um, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is what I was told Gary <laughs> off air, and now my head is full of things I can't say. Um, I apologize. Uh, this is the first week back. It's been a while. Mm. Uh, I think the big winner is <laughs> Melbourne. Uh, well done, Melbourne, for joining in on this little weekly fun that we have on Friday. And I feel mm. sad for you that next week we'll have fixed your radio station yeah. and you'll never hear us again. They, yeah. they may have fixed the radio station by as, as, as early as 7 o'clock. I don't know. Well, do they know that it was, it was actually what it was was just deconstructed radio? <laughs> Melvin loves that. Yeah. So the idea was you had to hear people talking and then you had to listen to a song and then you had to tie the two together mm. thematically in your mind and then you had to imagine what the completion date was mm. of the product mm. and then you had to remember, oh, mm. and then you could change your own station. Yeah. And the, the result, if you do it right, is, is, is magic. It's to magic. Use it's the... totally magic. The good, the good <laughs> news is, like, listening to their traffic report and ours, it sounded exactly the same. Like, Actually, I... theirs was worse. Was I thought Sydney traffic was worse than yeah, Melbourne traffic. Right, right. There you go. We've learned it. It's not. Uh, please thank Gene Kitson, Gary Eck and Tommy Dean. If you're around next week, we have Monsieur Camembert with the music. Tommy Dean, James O'Loughlin and Beck Melrose will be in. Until then. I'm Richard Glover, and thank God it's Friday! <laughs> Camembert is French for soft cheese. <laughs> it's a very French show. We're very French. Yeah. We. Oui. Six o'clock.